Can you find a better poster boy for Auburn engineering than this guy, Ryan? Hell no. With both a bachelor's and master's in mechanical engineering, old Ryan never fails to deliver. And giving back to the school, he credits with his success as a research ninja Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Greetings, listeners and friends and fans of the greatest podcast in all of higher education. Forgot to mention that last time, I think. I don't think I actually said that. I think we got the award-winning hashtag Award-winning hashtag getting. That's self-explanatory. That's That's greatest. Because it's going to be the greatest regardless. True. Hashtag getting brought to you by the communications office in the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering at Auburn University. I'm Jeremy. (laughs) Still here, Jeremy. (laughs) Still here. We are still going. And, uh... The man you just heard there, that's Austin Phillips. I'm Jeremy Henderson. Austin is the director of the aforementioned office. I'm a communications specialist in the aforementioned office of uh, communications and marketing. Golly, Bob, this, why is it so hard for me every uh, single time? It's a lot. Time? It's all the college. It's, it's the Auburn, office. It's a lot of people. You know, we got we got an audience here and six feet apart. Exactly. But Yeah, six feet away from uh, both of us is Ryan Hill, an Auburn grad in engineering. Let's specify. Uh, 2008, mechanical. And in 11, 2011, not 2012. I had to uh, correct somebody the other day, and I loved correcting this woman. I think the system had it wrong. Yeah, the system had it wrong. Well, actually... I finished in 2011, but I didn't get my diploma until 2012. See, so, the I knew it. That's what I told now, Lauren. Now, what's the pro- what happened there? What's the story I, there? Ryan? I didn't meet the thesis deadline. Oh, um, yikes! It's, so it's, is this? Is wait a minute. Is, I was going to say, is this official? Or are we going to have to I mean, scrap this? Brian, <laughs> no, could you prove that to us, please? I have an unofficial certificate that I got from Auburn that said, you know, congratulations, you've you've unofficially graduated, and it was kind of like you can take this and go get a job now. So. Um, but I got my diploma in May oh. after I was already working. And you well, can prove that. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Now, did We're you good. go straight from Auburn to IS4S? I did. It was about a week in between. What, this is, a, what this is, is a research engineer at IS4S. Yeah, and what is, what is IS4S what for, those, for those for? that don't know? So IS4S is Integrated Solutions for Systems. Um, we are a defense contractor. We're actually based out of Huntsville, but we do we have offices in Florida, um, Atlanta. We have offices in Huntsville, obviously. We have two offices here in Auburn and Opelika. Um, and we basically do research for just about anything anything the Department of Defense throws at us. So we're we're kind of doing everything from GPS, robotics. Um, we do energetics, explosives. We do navigation, decontaminate. I mean, it's it's a full spectrum. We got a lot of different types of engineers that do all kinds of stuff. Have you been in Auburn the whole time with the company? I have. I've been awesome. in Auburn since I came here from high school in 2003. So I'm coming up on almost 20 years. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, Marcus and I went in there the other day to a little little project everybody's been kind of caught up in, and uh, but we were getting the uh, kind of a, a the the rundown on what all y'all do there, mm-hmm. outside of building a hundred reinvent units, we'll, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, I was I was blown away. We were both kind of am I am I right, Marcus? We forgot Marcus over here on the keys. 
uh and and it was just like a, i wanted to stop talking to the guy as much as i was enjoying it because i was like you y'all got to get back to work and fix all these problems <laughs> in the world because i don't like the way i don't like well we got to take this it's real easy it's for easy for terrorists to uh, just jack everything up real quick so we're working on that and i was like <laughs> back at it please <laughs> anyway well so let's let's talk right now we, we can get into your auburn history and everything and then i also want to get because you you're pals with this michael zabala character i am this, we actually graduated cat, right? together yeah graduated together i would love to hear a little bit more about him yeah Let's about what about stories, what he yeah. was yeah any dirt and everything but i mean we can get to that or we can just jump right into yeah. it <laughs> there was um you know we all knew each other kind of starting out you kind of go to your different classes you got your freshman classes so you kind of once you start getting into your core engineering classes you you see the same people all day every day you know mm. and um a group of us kind of just organically came together we actually we had a name for ourselves in school we called ourselves the engineers um, and Facebook wasn't really, it was kind of a new thing back then. So if you can believe that, but, um, we, we just kind of, we'd study in the basement of, of the library together. We studied in Parker. Um, you know, we had all the, all the hangouts and we would just all go to the same places, all take the same classes. And, and Zabala was in this group. Um, there were a couple other ones, uh, Jonathan Ryan, Justin Harrison, you know, all these guys, Tad Driver. Um, and we all just kind of, you know, engineering is, is a pretty tough curriculum. And so you need people that you kind of can go through it with, you know, kind well, of. Except for Michael Zabala, Mr. And, uh, Straight A over at you. Well, uh, he, uh, right, made so if, was remember, he, was he so full of, he God. made a B. If you oh, ask, make a B, if you yeah. ask any of the guys in the group, there were, there were some that carried the weight of the group more than others. Uh, and, and I, I know on multiple occasions, Zabala kind of helped tutor me in some ways. I now, when he went out West to Stanford, did that change him? Uh, I don't think so. He's always been, been about the same, just kind of okay. easygoing, great guy that he is now. Awesome. Mm. Well, so let's talk about the the reinvent that because you actually are an important part not only in the current stages of what's going on, but if you if you wanted to, you know, the Wikipedia entry is going to mention your name close up top, I think, because we we've traced it back at least the beginning of this idea. Uh, we spoke to Doctor Birch in the last episode, who was you know kind of the brains behind the original concept uh, of employing a CPAP to you know for this uh, you know emergency ventilator system. Um, but the idea, I guess, to really kind of kick into gear and in trying to solve this problem, this potential ventilator shortage, was born of this uh, kind of, you know, this hack event thing that I think the Air Force or the, some North right. Carolina thing like put out there. But your name kept getting, you know, I was like, who is this Ryan Hill? Y'all keep talking about <laughs> Ryan. Who is Ryan Hill? Help me out, you know. And 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 you were you you would kind of maybe posted something on uh, Michael's Facebook page about like maybe get your acting gear and try to put your education to use for once. <laughs> I, I didn't post it actually. I read somebody else that posted that. You honestly. read somebody else. Well, well then well, then help me out. Well, so, how do you factor into the early 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 stages of this whole you know crazy it, adventure we've been on? It was it was actually a guy named Matthew Henshaw out of Birmingham posted on his wall and said, hey, you know, Michael, you should do something about this. And I saw it, and I think it was the next day I had gotten so, – so one of the things – I mean, we're research engineers. We just kind of go find problems and try to solve them. Um, and so we get all kinds of solicitations and opportunities that get posted to various government websites. And, of course, right now they're, they're focused a lot on the current pandemic and things that can help alleviate a lot of problems. Um, so this one about building a ventilator came out, and it was kind of – the flavor of it, as, as Dr. Birch described, you know, really well was, hey, can you go do this in Home Depot and, and make a ventilator kind of deal? And um, I thought, well, you know, I, I can go to Home Depot, you know, and, and sure, I can I can push air in the lungs. That seems easy. So I as as we do oftentimes, I, I, this is just one of many, many ideas I, I usually kick over to, to Michael or, or other professors we know at Auburn and just to say, hey, 
do you think there's something there? Um, and he had already been thinking on this a pretty good bit. And so, you know, when I sent that one, it was kind of like, yeah, let's, let's have a call. And that was kind of the, the, you know, and once you get a guy like Dr. Birch in there, I mean, he's, he's a savant and, you know, it, you get the, it's amazing what happens when you get the right people in the room to, to kind of have some good ideas. And, and, you know, one thing about, about Auburn people in general is, is we just work on stuff. We go and we do. And, uh, I think that was really cool to just see a group of, of guys that were kind of, I mean, when you put engineers at home and you lock them up and they get bored, they tend right, to just right. kind of tinker and to give some some of these guys a direction. Um, and we all just kind of ran with it. That was it was a very it was fun to be a part of. It was yeah, kind of neat to see it. It's weird because when you put me at home alone for a while, I eat. <laughs> now, that's what I do best. Mm-hmm. No, so. I could tell. Yeah, no, it's, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, it's going straight to my hair. That you brought it up. Well, uh, dude, you know, dude, I want to know. Did you have uh, Doctor Burke yeah. in class? I did. Awesome. awesome. So what because was he like? That, that was something we didn't mention last time when we had him in here that you and Michael were both in his class. And mm. I just think it's so cool. Oh, that yeah. How you've come back. You're working with, you know, someone who was a mentor to you right. back in the day. And, and here we are solving, solving global problems. And I asked, I asked Birch, I was like, did you have, you know, did you have Michael? And he's like, I don't know. And Michael just kind of nods. Oh, I, oh, I did. I did. And, you know, you were in my class. And he said, uh, I said, yeah, I was like, what did he get? And I was like, I don't Or he, he asked Michael, he said, what'd you get in a grade? And, and he was like, oh, I, I can assure you it was an A. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, that's just his type, you know, give yeah. me a break. Anyway, well, so, okay, so uh, talk maybe a little bit about the, the, the development early on. You know, we, we heard about this, you know, phone call, and I guess I don't necessarily need to rehash everything but 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 i guess fast forward now we're three we're probably coming up on a month i guess from the the beginning of this thing 33 days and we you know it's made some national headlines uh you know the design it was uh you know just so ingenious and so simple yet at the same time i mean you had lots of folks reaching out being like we really want to collaborate with you folks how are you doing this and um and then you by virtue i guess of being a a research engineer with is4s is4s was kind of involved uh just automatically i guess with that and so well, and two ice force has really been a, and, a great partner of the college right. for for years as well right what well so what are the other some of the other projects and everything that so we, we do work, we do a ton on? of work with with dr beverly um and dr in his lab and mechanical engineering a lot of gps pnt robotics you know we we have got a ton of projects we do with him um we've got some other work with um Gosh, we do some with Dr. Lloyd Riggs in electrical engineering. We've got some people we've worked with in materials, Dr. Pro Rock. Um, a bunch. We we really, like I said, we we go and we just look for opportunities. And if we, you know, most of the guys that work at IS4S locally went to Auburn, and so they're they know the professors, they know what type of research they're doing. Um, so when we kind of find problems, we just play matchmaker. And, I love a and good pipeline. Get these. Say, um, what a great relationship you know, to have. it's it's really powerful it's it's fun too i mean it's there's auburn has an excellent research program you know the the administration has really pushed um getting a lot of research dollars if you've if you've seen any of the the slides at any of the engineering presentations um which i i do enjoy reading but they're you know they've they've made that a focus and i'm kind of on the front lines of that you know i see a lot of these professors and the work that they're doing and the grad students they're putting out and you know and we hired those students as well and they work for us so we have i mean is that how you got there that's how i got there i mean i I worked as a grad student on these proposals with this company and i thought man this is this is awesome and uh so i just i switched hats and i still do the same thing i did in grad school i just do it for a company now and this last year we brought in the m- most research dollars that we have ever in the history of this college. Yeah. And that's going to become the new normal. 
love it. Well, so where 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 are we in the the reinvent uh, the project the process uh, right now? Like I said, I know Marcus well, and I went over. Are we? I mean, we're good. Oh yeah, it's yeah. hey, we're, we're, not, we I'm, break news on I'm this thing. Yeah, tell tell us where we are. So we um we basically are as you said, our company was involved just through through proxy, and and as we were kind of updating guys in the company, it was like, man, this is a a cool idea. We could really do something to help. And um the the thing about our company is it's it's staffed with just some of the best people I've ever met, and they all have kind of a servant's heart, and they all just really want to want to do things that are impactful, and so. It wasn't a hard sell at all to kind of get people to latch onto this and say, hey, let's let's take it somewhere and see what we can do. So we started looking at what we could do. You know, our, our real thing that we could bring to the table was a bunch of engineers to assemble and, and kind of refine these boxes. Um, you know, Auburn did a fantastic job developing this and, and Zabala and Dr. Birch and those guys all kind of kind of got it started. And then we said, all right, well, we'll take it. And we'll make 100 of these. Um, and, you know, we don't have FDA approval yet. And we didn't really, especially at the time, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have a home for these boxes, but we kind of were watching the news as, as everybody is. And you'd start looking at dates and math and you say, well, if we need them, you know, two weeks out, we need to start now to get these, you know, what if, what if we need them? We're not gonna have time to make them, you know, at that point. Um, and so we started looking and we said, well, hey, let's just go ahead and build a hundred of these. Like that's something we can do. We've got, you know, really technical staff that can do this. And so we put together kind of the manufacturing plan and in parallel, they're doing the animal testing and they're doing the kind of refinements and checking things. And so it was really kind of a, a from three weeks, you know, we went from this kind of kicking around ideas to having a hundred of these units, which is really just, it's amazing. And you look back at all the the ways that all these things happened and it's kind of, um, it was a lot of really good people just making, you know, decisions out of out of the interest of what's best for kind of um, the local community, the the state community, or or even international. The if that's world where it goes uh, right because just, there have been several groups uh, in Africa and India and who have have reached out countries that uh, at least according to you know them the ventilator supply ain't exactly maybe where it would need to be and if uh, worse comes to worse in some of these places they're looking for as many options as they can and of course when you want a good op- you want the best right where are you going to come well what I, what, something i really hope you know we we talked with this with dr birch of let's hope that we don't have to use these things Absolutely. you know that that's our ultimate hope however uh, this is something we've never experienced before. There can be so many great things that come out of this, whether, okay, we're able to use these pla- these things in places like where you name Jeremy, where they don't have access to $25,000 ventilators. Uh, on top of that, this could really bring down the prices of ventilators. Okay, maybe these people that have had a monopoly on ventilators mm-hmm. for right. years all of a sudden realize, okay, man, they, you can throw together a group uh, – room full of engineers and they can put one together for $700 that's going to be just as effective. Um, so there are so many great solutions that can come out of this, whether we're actually using these or not. And again, let's hope we don't have to. Um, but I, I just see so much promise of, of where this can go and how many people this can help, whether that's here in Auburn, whether that's in you know mm-hmm. africa wherever mm-hmm. that is um just amazing well, talk about the the process of putting them together the other day because when we, we walked in it was like santa's workshop up in there <laughs> so what was the what were because i knew there were some challenges right there was something about a ups driver or a fedex guy somebody had to be flagged down or something yeah we um the biggest and and you hit on a key point uh, the speed with which you can build these is really, I mean, the people make ventilators, they exist. This is not, this is not something new. Um, but even, even the big companies that are making ventilators, 
you know, if you need them in a week or two, then what? What are you going to do in that situation? Um, and that's where we kind of saw, hey, these these can be built in a week, and we can get a hundred of these out. And a hundred, uh, I was just reading, I think yesterday in the news, New York shipped you know 150 ventilators to Michigan, and that was that was newsworthy because they had 150 extra. And we were kind of sitting there like, well, we've got a hundred, you know, that all of a sudden it's kind of a hundred makes the difference, you know. And um, so anyways, we uh, we pulled together just about everybody we could that wasn't, you know, working on a specific project with a deadline. Um, so a bunch of guys from our Opelika office, a bunch of guys from our Auburn office. We actually set up in the Auburn office and uh, it was some long nights. We spent the first couple of days pretty much, you know, constantly on the phone trying to find people that had all the parts, you know. Uh, Everybody nowadays is doing just-in-time manufacturing, so people just don't have bulk quantities sitting on shelves in a lot of these situations. So we had to kind of um, piecemeal orders. And so we, we reached out to a couple of suppliers. Um, Joe McNeil at Air Hydro Power was exceptionally helpful, just tracking people down, getting the valves. Um, and he actually, so the valves were probably the biggest, you know, uh, biggest question mark, I guess. Those would be we were solenoid valves. Solenoid valves, that's correct. <laughs> Thanks, Jer. Uh, mm, just checking. But he, uh, yeah, he, they, we basically were just pushing, and and there was a guy at at the factory actually who was helping get those pushed along too. So it was kind of all hands on deck. And um, anyways, they shipped them, and then Friday they deliver them, and they had delivered them to Montgomery. And so Joe got in his car. He knew what we were working on, and he's a local Auburn guy, and he drove to Montgomery, got the valves, drove them back to Auburn. I mean, come on. And then, you know, he showed up at our office to deliver the valves, and he was like, well, you know, you need some help. And so we were like, well, yeah, you know, come out back and start drilling some holes and, <laughs> and bolt these things together. We showed him what to do. And Joe was out there working with us for a couple hours, helping us. And we noticed a little together. alarm now, right? There's a little yes. red flashing light on there. There is. There's a that lot of fancy. What's going on there? Well, that's there's there's a tremendous amount of of and we spent many sleepless nights the weeks we were laying these out these box designs, um, designing all the safety features into it. You know, and that's I I would be remiss if I didn't talk through kind of how critical EMC is, but early on they were instrumental in just kind of talking us through, hey, this will work, this won't work. You know, and we had Dr. Woods out of out of EAMC who was on the team and just, you know, really able to focus us. You need this, you can't do this. You know, this has to be correct. This part is really important. You need these safety checks. You need these alarms. A doctor would never use that. A doctor would really want this. And so, you know, it's one thing to be an engineer and just know how to put pressure somewhere. It's another thing to have a doctor's perspective and have hospital administration kind of saying, all right, here's where we will take risk. Here's where we can't take risks. Um, and so as engineers, we kind of took all that and, and massaged them into different types of alarms and safety checks and valves. Um, and that's really, you, you start to see the complications of why ventilators are so expensive because there's just a lot that goes into it. And so, but we getting ahead of all that by having those people kind of identified and on the team early, we were able to work through it, and that you know that was really kind of the secret to our our where we are to where we are today um, was having them involved early on. And you could see that on the calls with the animal testing too, with uh, Doctor Dr. Woods. Uh, right, Doctor Woods. Yeah, um, you know, anesthesiologist. I mean, some of the questions he was asking, you know, when when they were had the mm-hmm. goat 
or the sheep, you know, and I know Dr. Birch and Michael, they would be going over and reading um, gauges and things like that. And, you know, Dr. Birch joked, you know, I don't know what any of yeah. these numbers Ryan, mean. what's the title volume? Yeah. <laughs> what's the peak value there? Okay, when, when it goes to 15, let right. me know. <laughs> no, it was awesome. But it was just intriguing to watch that and, again, to see, like, what you're saying, see the engineers working with the medical professionals to, to put that together. Awesome. I jumped in one time. I was like, check the solenoid valve. <laughs> It's just a word that stuck You're with like, me. Check the cholesterol. <laughs> How's the goat doing? Well, so, uh, we'll shift a little bit of gears here. I know we're running a little bit on time. Um, you mentioned working with the people that you work with, and you, you use the term servant's heart. Same could be said about you. Um, you really give back to the college. You've been very, very involved with our Young Alumni Council. Why is it so important for you to serve and to give back to the college? Um, I feel like I just kind of owe it to the college. I mean, I, I loved my time at Auburn. It's, it's a part of who I am. It really defines, you know, a whole, whole piece of, of me and what I'm all about. And I just, I identify with kind of what, what it means to be an Auburn, Auburn family member, you know? And so when I, when I looked at at getting involved and coming back and helping, you know, the college or, or just getting involved in general, I, I kind of picked out the college of engineering and I said, man, you know, I can, I can help in whatever way possible. I don't know if what I, so I do a lot with the Young Alumni Council. I come back and do do stuff with the Career Development Center. Um, and I don't ever know if it's helpful or not, but I just, I keep trying to give time because it's, I think back to when I was in school. And, and if I'm being honest, I, I did not take advantage of all the resources Auburn provided at the time I was a student. And I don't now, think any of us did. That's what amazes me I now. I definitely didn't. Uh, I know I didn't. <laughs> and I, I didn't know that they existed as much. So I, I know that's some, a charge for us yeah. that we really try to make sure that the, that these students know that these services are there because right. they are so unbelievably great services that we have to yeah. support them. Absolutely. And it's, it's cool to be, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's nice to be asked to be come back. I mean, that, I get a, a thrill out of being able to come and just, just share whatever and we don't I can. Just everybody now, with, okay? well, <laughs> it's, the bar is not that high if, if I'm, if I'm the option here, but uh, no, it's, it's really fun. And you know, it's, it's especially rewarding when you just, you see people that you've met at, at student meetings or done mock interviews and you know, they, they just kind of come up to you, Hey, I got a job, you know, blah, 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 this and that. And it's, it's really fun and rewarding. And it just, it's, I think it's just the gift that keeps on giving. And, you know, it's it's professionally great for me to have a good relationship with Auburn. But, I mean, even if I didn't work for who I worked for and I didn't work with Auburn, I would still want to be involved because I just – I think that's something that, that people – people who go to Auburn love Auburn. And when I, when I look at Auburn, I wish I was a, a billionaire and I had billions of dollars to donate for a building, but I just don't. But the only thing I have to give is my time. And so I just – I like You're to not share – I wish. One day I will be. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. You will know. <laughs> this has been great. Well, uh, and uh, you talked about the mock interview day. So on top of your skills as an engineer, you also have some acting skills. Excuse me? I that was that, I was just a placeholder, really. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, you know, we, we did these series of videos to promote mock interview day about two years ago. Oh, right. And, you know, we had all these – the kids would come in and they were, um, you know, represented some bad characteristic that you sure. have during during sure. interviews. And Ryan played one of our interviews, interviewers, uh, and I probably had one of the best scenes when uh, Kareem goes to fist bump him and it's kind of the awkward handshake and Ryan just shakes his fist. <laughs> it's one of the best. Oh, that's one good. Of, we y'all y'all did a there. great job. I got to ask this question too. Uh, why did you choose Auburn? Why did you choose Auburn Engineering? 
Um, Auburn was actually last on my list when I was looking at schools. I'm from okay, Auburn. so yeah, we thanks, thanks a lot. City, you know? <laughs> and well, it just it was it was close. It was right up the road. I'm from Lake Martin, Alex City area, so uh, you know it was kind of like, well, why would I go 30 minutes away from home? Um, so I went to other schools and I looked, and you know when I came to Auburn, it just it felt right. I felt I didn't feel too close to Alex City, which was a big deal. You know, get away from the parents, kind of step out on my own. Um, but at the same time, it's just it's hard to describe the feeling when you're on campus and you just kind of you just you have a chemistry with kind of the people and the culture and the the campus. And, you know, looking back, it's amazing to think I even thought of other decisions. I mean, it's it's such where I was supposed to be and, and what I was supposed to do. Um, so I'm very fortunate, very blessed in that regard. But and why did you choose engineering? Uh, engineering, just because I, I thought it was the hardest thing I could get into and I wanted a challenge. And actually, Jeremy tried to get I, it. was the exact opposite. <laughs> How many like, credits do I have? Yeah, what is going to get me out of here? All right, quick. Do that. Yeah. I just, <laughs> the truth is, I thought engineering would be a good segue. I had no clue what I wanted to do. And that's actually why I went to grad school. I graduated and yeah, I still I, didn't know what I, was I wanted to, to do. That, that was going to be another question is but, why um, did you choose Auburn to, uh, you know, earn your graduate degree and extend your education? It, it was really just, it, there was a little bit of indecisiveness and there was a little bit of me kind of figuring out I, I never thought grad school was an option like in high school I never would have thought I would have gotten a graduate degree um, but you know I started actually Dr. Beverly I worked for Dr. Beverly as an undergraduate research and that was I tell people all the time like get involved as an undergraduate when you're doing just find professors go say hey I'll I'll screw things together and bolt them together for you or I'll strip wires for you whatever it is just get involved because you start to see some of these cool projects going on so I got involved doing undergraduate research and that's what kind of, you know, I started to see graduate students and they weren't these kind of abstract, you know, people that had their nose in a book. They were just normal guys that kept going in school and so, um, and girls. And so anyways, I um, I just started thinking, man, I, I might could do this. And, and you know, it was all credit to Dr. Beverly. I, you know, he uh, he kind of coached me up and, and was a tremendous impact in that decision. But um yeah, I, I just decided, and it, it didn't hurt that, you know, 2008 was kind of a massive economic collapse too. So I was kind of, you know, go go join a big, big group of people that are really struggling to find jobs or just stay in school, get a couple more football seasons out of this. Yeah, now you, and, you, you uh, were here for 04. I was. And I was, 10. I was a student for the 04 the and head. 2010 seasons. Well, what, you just said, I mean, what you just said is so timely to what we're going through right now. There's a lot of students who are a little apprehensive about what the job market's going to look like. Um, and so we have students that are thinking about that right now. So yeah. uh, that was great for you to say that because um, graduate school is a is a wonderful opportunity it for is. students and and you you go to graduate school here uh the opportunities are endless on, on what you can do yeah it's a it's a phenomenal graduate school it really is and i'm i'm so happy like i said i wouldn't be in the career that i'm in and i wouldn't i wouldn't frankly i wouldn't be where i'm at if i hadn't you know made that decision to stay at auburn and go to grad school um and it's it's been a tremendous blessing in my life well I, i've got one more for you do do you know a man by the name of chris spraggins i do yes H- how do you know him he's my uncle oh okay. well, my wife's uncle uh, i should say okay he's my uncle too oh, there you go well uh chris he, he's a auburn graduate himself he is uh chemical is big supporter of the pulp and uh, paper foundation Love yes. used to uh, used to be the actual head of the uh of the 
counsel for mm. them uh but he he's a good friend of a friend of mine chad loggins and i get to see him down at lake martin whenever oh, yeah. i'm down there so bragging next time, is on spray yeah That's next right. time you see chris tell him i, I expect That's, to be out on the boat this summer hopefully we can be out on the boat this I summer think so. but i think you will tell him i'm coming to see him i will ryan can't thank you enough for joining us taking the busy time you know away from reinventing to get over here giving back once again yet another yet again another example and uh war eagle thanks for everything you're doing war eagle war absolutely eagle.